Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show, follow the show on Twitter at Strict Anonymous or follow me, Kathy, at uh, Cartoon Therapy on Twitter. If you want to buy my book, I got a couple of people buying my book this week. I don't even know who they are. But it's always exciting when I go into Kindle and see. Um, I have a book that I wrote. It's about all my... Um, bad relationships with guys it's like starts off with my losing my virginity story all the way till i turn 40 and it's kind of hilarious um and it'll definitely make you feel better about yourself because all of my relationships were pretty horrific uh the title of the book is the cartoon misadventures of a total train wreck and it is on amazon you could find it there you could purchase it it's a kindle ebook it's like 2.99 i personally think it's hard to read on the kindle even though you could make it big you can't really expand it it's just the way that they have it set up so it's going to be much better as a hard copy book and that should be out like next week i'm just getting the cover ready and done um so anyway this week i have on the show a guy named vincent i just edited the podcast i taped a lot of podcasts recently so they weren't, his podcast wasn't fresh in my mind, but I just edited it. So I heard the whole thing and I remembered who he was and what he was all about. And the deal with Vincent is uh, he's like a, a, a typical, like, I feel like he has a typical story, though. He doesn't think he's typical. He's like the, a guy who's like 31 and he's just sort of lost his way in life. He lives at home with his mom. He's on disability. There doesn't seem to be a reason for him to be on disability. He doesn't even really know how it happened, which sounds a little strange, but you know, you'll get the whole story when you listen to the podcast. Um, he doesn't fuck girls yet. He would like to, and he's kind of trapped. He's got no job, no girl and no sort of future right now. And, uh, he calls in not because he wanted to, more so because it was like this weird thing that happened on Twitter. I have a guy who follows my show on Twitter, John Hamilton. I love him. He's really cool. He's like one of my fans since the beginning and he always tweets me and and interacts with me and I love that kind of stuff. So he's like one of my favorite fans because he's been there since the beginning and he direct messaged me and said, hey, you know, you should talk to this guy. I've been trying to help him. He's got some issues and maybe you could help him. So he pushed him on to me and then the guy called. But he's a, you know, when I post, the reason why I love actually posting ads on Craigslist um, is because people re- that respond are people that are really at the place in their life where they really want help. And they're really at that place where they are wanting you know, information that will help them really change their life. This guy didn't respond to an ad. It was really his friend that pushed him. It's his friend that wants him to change. So I don't know if he's ready yet, but I feel like I gave him, I was a little tough on him. I, 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 when I listened back, I was like, oh, normally I'm a little bit like less harsh 
on my guests, but I was a little tough on him because I just wanted to shake him and change him. And I wanted him to be ready to do what he needs to do to change his life. I just don't know if he's there yet. I hope he listens to this podcast a million times and listens to some of the things I said to him because I gave him really good advice. Uh, He's just a guy stuck in a rut. He's not you know, he thinks really poorly of himself and he's not that bad of a guy. He's not a loser, though he's uh, like living the life of one. And he's young. He's only 31. He has plenty of time and now is the time. He has plenty of time to change himself and now is the time to do it. And um, that's what we talk about. We talk about his life, how he got to where he's at, why he thinks he's there and what he's doing or not doing to change his situation. So I will be right back on with Vincent. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Hey, is this Mark? Is that what we're calling you, Mark or Vincent? (laughs) I have two podcasts today. I have two guys calling in today. There's a Mark and there's a Vincent. Oh, you're Vincent. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, how you doing? How are you doing, Vincent? So this is the deal. I mean, I don't know if you've listened to my podcast. I think you got turned on to it by a different, by one of my um, listeners on Twitter. Normally I find my, normally I find my callers on like Craigslist or adult friend finders. Like, you know, my show is like a call and advice show or people call in and they reveal like their secret life. So, you know, a lot of my stuff winds up to be about sex. But um, this morning when I woke up, I saw all these tweets from my, one of my regular listeners saying, oh, you should have this guy on the show. And that's you, Vincent, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you could plug your Twitter name later if you want. Doesn't matter to me. But um, Vincent is your made-up name because my show is called Strictly Anonymous. So I don't really know much about you except from what I see on your Twitter feed and from what that guy oh. said about you about why I should have you on the show. Now, I don't know if you're privy to that information. If I, I forget if he sent that to me in a, you know, in a, in, um, a private message. But I think basically how he pitched it was like, this guy needs some help. With women, <laughs> yeah, he, um, yeah, he was on Twitter and um, yeah, just I mentioned that he does that sometimes. So he's really cool. At Hamilton Breakley on Twitter, he's a really cool guy. You yeah, follow him. He's probably one of the greatest guys on Twitter to ever follow. Right. So, how long but, have you guys uh, been chatting on Twitter? For about since um, AnthonyCumia.com started. Uh huh. Um, we're both uh, fans of that show. We love it. Uh-huh. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. So we um we started talking as soon as Anthony got fired. So um and after that, you know, we started DMing each other. We DM a lot and then and we talk publicly. So we do both. So I talked to him more and I talked to anybody else on Twitter. Right. Well let me ask you this. So, Before you got into Anthony Cumia, were you a big Opie and Anthony fan? I'm assuming yes, right? Oh, of course, yes. Love that show. I don't know if you remember me because um, there was once a time I, I got like death threats from you people. Like it was hilarious. It was kind of fun for me, which was whatever. But I just really had never experienced the Opie and Anthony uh, wrath of their audience before. <laughs> but Joe DeRosa, you know, Robert Kelly, you know, Joe DeRosa, right? You know, these people from the show, I'm assuming because you listen all the time. Do you know them? 
Yeah, well, actually, you know what? John was telling me about you and DeRosa. Yeah, do you remember um, that podcast? Fallout. Yeah. So there was like this. I, I never heard it, but I'm listening to it later. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, okay, you'll hate me after the fact. Supposedly, like there was. No, um, I hate you. I fucking hate Jerosa, so. Oh, you do? I had him on my show. I like him. He's fine. We all we all made up afterwards. But the whole deal was was I was on Robert. Robert Kelly's a good friend of mine. I was on his podcast. He set me up with. It was when Joe Derosa who's also a comedian. Robert Kelly's podcast is called You Know What, Dude. It's a great podcast. Yeah, I love Bob Kelly. Yeah, he's great, right? And that was actually, they yeah. named it the best podcast ever, I think. It was in, um, it was a couple of years ago. It wound up to be a great episode where he sent me out on a date with Joe DeRosa. And um, at the end of it, because I wouldn't go back home with him and I wouldn't make out with him and I wouldn't do anything with him, he like flipped out on me and wanted me to pay half the bill. And I was like, oh, fuck yourself. And then it became this huge battle about like how a woman should pay if she's not interested and blah, blah, blah. And then we came back on the show and had a recap about the date and things got pretty vicious. Joe walked off the show. It was like kind of crazy. And then he went around like sort of talking about it and he went on Opie and Anthony and let me tell you every single person sided with him <laughs> except oh, a couple really? people that fucking hated him and I think that John Hamilton guy was one of them they were on my side well, if you I, really listen to it I mean he was like a he was like a he was like an intense he was like an overly sensitive baby and uh I think I still listen to it to this day and I think I was right. You could, you know, you could do what you want with it. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about you because this is the deal. Yeah. I could go through your Twitter feed and I could just see like you're obsessed with porn. You're like one of those people and there's a lot of people like you on Twitter. I've seen it before, you know, where, you know, you're just like retweeting a lot of stuff, a lot of boobs, a lot of big tits, a lot of you know pictures of porn like all that kind of shit right and uh yeah. you're obsessed with those shows and those people and stuff but like what do you do in your real life like what's your deal you I, can't get a really a sense about you like i could look through there and there's not much you say you retweet a lot about a lot of things so i get what you're into um but like what's your deal in your life outside of like that kind of stuff are you dating anyone are you married how old are you i'm not dating anybody i'm not married i'm 31 have you ever and, dated anyone? Um, yeah, it was like I dated somebody, but it was like years ago, and it ended viciously. So yeah, that always happens to everybody. Then. I mean, never ends. You know, I had a guy on yesterday who was talking about how it ended so bad, and he was like, uh, you know, I wish it would have ended amicably. Like, I don't know. Newsflash to everybody out there: relationships never end well, and if they do, that's like two people involved in that relationship are fucking weirdos because if you really like somebody and you guys get into a relationship and you decide it's over it's going to end badly and if it doesn't like i said people are weird like that's weird so everything kind of ends viciously like did she cheat on you or something yeah. like really horrible no we were doing drinking a lot of drugs and all that shit and mm -hmm. um then um we got into a huge fight over something so fucking retarded one day mm -hmm. and then um she ended up I threw something and it accidentally hit her, I swear. Did, okay, but let me ask you this. When you threw it, were you trying to hit her? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was trying to hit the wall. Just okay. Gonna, oh, you're one you of know, those. When you fight, you like throw shit and break your own stuff, which is like the most stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Like, I mean, I know people like that. And it's like, what do you get out yeah. of that? What, breaking your own stuff when you're angry. So you well, threw something. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so how long yeah. were you dating her for? Uh, two years. Right. And then it just ended with a cop scare, you know. And that was it, you know. And I caught up with her a couple of years later. Mm -hmm. And we were just having sex, and that's all it was. And then, but it just got to the point where I didn't really want to be around her anymore. And How come? I think about her still. I miss the sex, but, you know. 
How come you wouldn't just like bang her and like have a booty call with her after the fact? How come you stopped because that? She's making me work for it, and I just got annoyed. She what? I was like, enough. She's making me work for it, and I'm like, fuck this, you know? What do you mean? Like, just she wants to be taken I mean, out to dinner and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, she wanted me to drive her to work and that. I'm like, <laughs> you know? Right, she, she was giving, she, she probably didn't want to have sex with you. She probably was just, like, giving you that, but she wanted all the other things. Like, a lot of times, it's just an exchange when it comes to women and men like that. Like, it's sad to say, you know? Whereas, like you said, yeah, like, well, if you just want the sex, like, just give me the sex if that's what it's about. Yeah, well, she got pregnant from some guy. But we both fucked her at the same time, like, you know, within two days of each other. Mm-hmm. So we both, neither of us knew who the father was. Right. But she kept telling me it was me, just so I'd fucking do shit for her. I don't want to be a deadbeat. The other guy didn't give a shit about her at all. And then when so, did she find know. out? Like, did she, I'm assuming she did some sort of paternity test and found out it wasn't you? Well, she got an abortion eventually. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So right. It was good for both of us. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, so you guys but, stopped having sex. So what's your deal now? Like, I mean... And, like, why would John Hamilton, just knowing you through Twitter, say, hey, like, why don't you have this guy on your show and give him some advice he needs, like, a push with women? Like, are you, do you feel like sort of maybe good news, Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 3579. You could call that number 24 7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. You know, gun shy with women now because of that relationship? Because I think that that happens a lot of times with both men and women. Well, I live at home with my mom. I'm on disability. You know, I can't just hold a job more than 20 minutes. How so come? What are you on disability I'm, for? Mental problems. I have fucking, like, <laughs> I can't get out of a job. I just well, okay, wait, 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 wait. What are your mental problems? Like, I, you know what? I honestly don't know. I don't know where one day I got a phone call saying you're going on disability. And I said, okay. And I just from who? Out. I mean, who you did know? you get the call from? Like your boss? No, I just got a call from some government guy. Okay, well, and maybe your mom put that in for you or somebody maybe close to you maybe filed for it for you. I don't know. Why can't you hold jobs? What happens to you? I longest job I've held was there seven months, and I just start. I think I lose interest after a while, and I just can't get back into it no matter what I do. Okay, but that's and not. I'm, that's just called being like maybe not interested in doing something. Maybe you're like doing the wrong thing in life. Like what did you go to? Did you go to like you're 31? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, like, did you ever go to college, or, like, what did you always want to do with your life, and what kind of jobs have you had? I never had any aspirations when I was younger, until mm-hmm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole, you know, I, when I got into ONA, I, I figured to myself, you know, I would love to do radio. That's it, you know? Okay. Why don't but you start then, your own podcast? Oh, I mean, I, I've heard from people saying you got to actually have to be a celebrity before you start a podcast or nobody's going to know who you are. Nobody knows you know? who the fuck I am. And I get like a thousand listeners a week. 
seriously, you don't need to have any. You could just do a podcast like from your house. Like seriously, you just need some equipment. Uh, really, I would love to. You know, it would be really cool. I love calling. Do shows, it. You, know? you should do it. Let me. You know what? We'll do. I'll do after this podcast. I actually taped an episode with a with somebody who had called into my show because <clears throat> he wanted me to teach him how to start his own podcast because Robert Kelly was the one who taught me and he gave me like the, the quick way of like, you know, all the information that I would need to set up my own podcast. So I taped it. I put it on tape because I was going to put it out there as a podcast. But then I figured the people that listen to my show probably don't want that information. So I've just had that in, you know, in my on my computer. So I'll send it to you and you should listen to it. And, you know, d- you know, if you want to s- start a podcast, it's going to be all the information that you need to do it. And you're basically not working and you're sitting home. So and if it's what you love to do, you may wind up doing that and not get bored of that. Maybe you just get bored of the other stuff because you're not into it. Not because you're crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I just I was not into it. I was not, and when I was working, on, I was working at a job that I really loved. It was in you know, bullshit job, but still, I really liked it. What was it? Working at Lowe's. You Lowe's. were working at Lowe's, okay, and so you liked working at Lowe's, and what happened? Yeah, but I moved to another department. What department know? were you in that you loved? Oh, I, I loved being, the, the, the fucking positions I had, I loved it because it, it required me to be outside, you know? Okay. So pushing carts mm-hmm. required me to be away from customers and away from bosses and all that shit. Right. And I mm-hmm. fucked that up. How come? By moving, I'm sorry. Oh, by moving. Um, but, but why can't you go get a job doing doing that, carts or shit like that outside with another company? I'm sure that's available. Wow. Oh, because you're on disability now. Yeah. You'd cut out your cash, right? Yeah, well, I'm now I'm helping my mom pay her bills. So I figured I got to be on there for a little, a little while longer so I can help her. You know, she's working, but I got to you know, pay her mortgage for her and all that, so... So oh, being on disability helps you right now. It's like the cash. How much you get on disability? Like a month. A month. Yeah. Eight hundred a month. Okay. How long you been on it for? Uh, four years. Yeah, that's so weird. It's like some somebody's like making you believe that you're crazy, and you're probably not crazy. You're probably a little like you know don't know. A lot of people don't know what they want to do in their life for a long time. Like that's why I think it's like such bullshit that they force kids to go to college you know, at 20 and figure out what they want to do for the rest of their life. Cause you don't even know who you are at 20. I'm like, you're like an amoeba at that point. I think when you get in your thirties, you really start to figure yourself out. So I think sometimes people don't really realize what they want to do or they think something like you, like they think, Oh, I want to be on the radio. But then you think, Oh, I can't do that. You know what I mean? I'm not good enough for that because you don't want to set your sights so high. I don't know, but you should try to do whatever it is that you want to do. You only live once. Like I got to tell you, you're going to fucking die. Like that really happens to people. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you know, know, you don't want to waste your, your time. You know, you want to do something. You're probably just like, I mean, the fact that you're on disability and you're told that you're too crazy to work is kind of bullshit. And I don't know if it's you bullshitting the system or somebody bullshitting the system so that you're on it, or just, maybe you really are crazy and you're not really giving me all of the information. No, no, I, don't know. I swear it just came out of fucking nowhere. Like, you know, it just happened so quick. I have no idea, you know, where it came from, but I just went with it because the figures, it was just, free cash. at the time I was drinking. Yeah. Fuck, we crashed. Yeah. And I was drinking really heavily at the time. So, so, I figure it's a good way to get paid to sit home and get drunk all night. But, right. You know. So, but that's going to cock block you from women because you're going to go on a date and what are you going to say? Oh, I'm on disability and I don't have a job and I live with my mom. Like, that's your problem, right? Yeah, that is. And I told John that on Twitter. And so, you know, it's like, but I think he, and I appreciate him doing this, but I think he referred me to you because he sees my Twitter account, you know. 
Uh-huh. Just women constantly want to come back. You saw. So. Yeah, is that just and, out of boredom? I mean, because you have nothing else going yeah. on? Yeah, it is. I get bored I mean, easily and I get irritated. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know how. When I would, I would haven't had a job in years. Yeah, that's not good for somebody that, that has like a like somebody that has a brain or a mind that gets bored very easily. You know, that's like the worst thing for somebody like you to do, right? Because you're going to then your brain's going to like glom onto something to sort of get addicted to so it could just like ruminate over something. And you know, for you it's like porn and you know, pictures of girls tits like it's all over your your feed, right? And like I said, I've seen a lot of guys like that, and I'm sure it's the same thing. It's just like strictly boredom. It's somebody that's not really living their life in real life, you know, and you're just like living it in your head, and you're taking like a big fat pause, you know, for four years. But, you know, you're pretty young, and it's like it's a total waste because, you know, at 31, I, what do you, let me ask you this. What do you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, like looks wise? The whole package. Oh, uh- I still got a beer gut and all that shit. I just trust me. I'm nowhere near 10. Well, what are you? <laughs> One to 10? What do you say you are? I'm maybe fuck up four. <laughs> okay, so you're you're <laughs> just you don't really look so great. You're four. What how what what would you have rated yourself at the time when you dated that girl? Were you what, more than a four back then? Oh, oh, I was so skinny. I was. I think I was a lot better back then. Me, so you tend to gain weight. So you've gained weight. You've gained weight, and that's taking you down a bunch of notches. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I was very skinny, very skinny. Yeah, I started drinking, and I just the weight never went away. You right? Know, Have I, you stopped I, drinking, or are you still drinking? Years. Okay, I'm sober twelve oh, years. No. You're sober two years, and the weight didn't come off when you quit. Because a lot of times it really drops off when you stop drinking. Because there's a lot of sugar and alcohol. You know, sugar alcohol turns to sugar, so it's just like very fattening. I know when I quit drinking, people thought I had anorexia because I'm skinny to begin with. And I didn't really realize when I quit drinking how much I needed to, you know, add those calories back in. Because once I quit, I lost so much weight. It was like a little bit weird, you know. Um, and then eventually my body evened out and I, I can't eat whatever I want anymore. And it's not like I lose weight naturally. But for you, even though you quit two years ago, you didn't lose all the weight? No, I quit once and relapsed. And then the second time when I fucking when I started drinking again, then the weight didn't go away. The weight went away the first time I quit drinking. Uh-huh. I was working out a lot. Mm-hmm. But I can't get into the whole working out thing again. I just the first time I was doing it like crazy. The second time I quit drinking again, I just I did you I get bored of that too? People. Did you get bored of that Very too? Very fucking oh my god. Right, that's so what bad. happens oh to you. <laughs> you get bored of a lot of things. Yeah. Let me just tell you something that like I think that sometimes people don't really understand. Like a lot of things in life, like whether it's working out or w- working a job or whatever, like there's always like negatives to stuff. Like I mean, nobody that works out all the time consistently for years like loves it all the time and doesn't get bored of it. The difference between you know, those people and you is that when they get bored of it, they just fucking continue. And you have to have that self-discipline in life that when things get tough or difficult or boring or whatever, that until you find something else, like whether it's another job or if it's working out and it works for you and it's good for you, you just got to fucking stick with it or try to find different ways to work out that'll, you know, entertain you. I don't know if the problem is you get bored of anything or you just haven't figured out what it is that you really like to do to keep yourself fit, what you really like to do as far as jobs are concerned. Do you know what I mean? But you're like wasting your life away. A, you have the yeah. t- you're fat, you live with your mom, you're on disability, which is total bullshit. 
and yeah, you can't fuck girls in real life. So you just have like this Twitter feed that just makes you look kind of like a desperate loser. And you're probably not. You had a girlfriend at one time, right? You had jobs. You yeah. have thoughts in your head. You're still young. You're 31 years old. If you're 51 years old and you're still like this, you definitely will be a full-fledged loser, right? Right now, you're yeah. still young enough to change that shit around, right? Yeah. And you have to. Yeah. It's very important. Oh, I just don't know what to do. I don't know where to go right now. What do you mean you don't know and what to do? It's not easy. It's just it's impossible to find a job now, and it's just I don't know. Well, no. Okay, listen. Like you to. don't. It's not impossible. You're not probably not looking because, like you said, you have to stay on disability for a little while longer, right? Because you're paying your mom's yeah. bills or whatever. What do you have it in your mind how long you have to do that for? How much uh, longer? I have. I, I really. I have fucking. I have no idea right now. I would have to um, look into it. I don't know. I just it, everything's scrambled. I have no answers right now. You have no everything's what? Always, you know. No answers. Everything's. Oh, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. So, From your mother? You mean her? She doesn't give you answers? Well, or you don't have the answers well, for no, yourself? It's not her. It's just, well, it's not her. It's just my family and all that. Because she works with my family and all that stuff. We don't know what's happening. What does she do for your family? What it, when you say she works for your family? What does she do? She watches my infant cousin while she, you know my aunt's at work. Right, so she gets money for that. Yeah, and so, then she gets but, money uh, from you. Ready. Yeah, she gets money from me, and she um, but they're opening a new massage place. She so what? My aunt is opening a massage place. Uh huh. So there might be more shit going on. So I might be maybe I'm you know, I might be helping my aunt with that. You know, maybe working in the office. Maybe I can meet people and get off this shit, you know? Oh, so you're going to get really bored of office shit. Okay, listen. That's not going to... Working in a massage place with... I don't know. Is it a legitimate massage place? <laughs> I, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's a franchise, yeah. Okay, you're going to get bored of that too, okay? You already know yourself. You know that you like to be outside. You hate dealing with people. And I get that. I think it's very hard to service, to be, to work in the service industry and deal with the public, okay? Because people are just fucking irritating, okay? So I totally understand that, you know? You know that about yourself. You like, you'd rather push carts, okay, for like probably $6 an hour than deal with people. So you are not going to be happy in a, place dealing with people coming in for a massage you will get irritated with that very fast so don't look for that to be like your end all be all if i were you i try and figure out like you know you say you have no answers but you could get you have to start thinking about like the answers and the solutions to your problems because you know your life is in your hands if you want to get fucked in real life because you probably just jerk off a lot you're gonna have to change your situation like when was the last time you got laid with a real girl um, New Year's Eve last year. <laughs> this year, New Year's Eve, 2014 to 15, or the year before that? year before that. So almost two years, you haven't fucked a real person in real life? No. What about blowjobs, anything, making out, like anything with any girl, or was, the last time, was that the last time you had any kind of physical contact with a female? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's really bad, especially because you're a guy that really likes sex, right? I see your yeah. Twitter thing. You're just like obsessed with it, right? Now is the yeah, time. To, yeah, but you like you love porn now because you can't. You're too. You just literally have gotten yourself so far away from real life that that's why porn is great for you. But like, you could actually live a real life, come out of the fucking closet, and you could actually like fuck girls in real life. Like, wouldn't you rather do that? 
I mean, I'm not saying porn is bad and porn is great. And someone for someone like you, it's probably like your lifeline right now. But um, you're still really young and you should be banging real girls in real life. Yeah. You're not going to do I that if you never... feel fat and gross. Okay, listen, there's plenty of guys that are fours that could find chicks, okay? I really believe that. I always say this, like, watch a, an episode of Intervention, and you'll see a person in a fucking puddle on drugs, and then you'll see his wife or her husband run out and save her. You know, there's somebody for everybody. So, really, you know, if you were a four... I was never good with women, though. What? I was never good with women, though. Like, I was never... Even when I was a teenager or when I was working, it was just never... Ever lucky with women, no matter what I did. How did you get that one so, girlfriend? Yeah, she was, you know, she was fucked up like me, so, you know. See, listen, you think that there aren't other fucked up people like you, especially in Florida? You live in Florida. I'm sorry to out your state, but Florida is filled with tons of weirdos, okay? They're for every yeah. weirdo, there's another weirdo, okay? You're not like, I think what a lot of people get stuck on thinking, and it's kind of egotistical, is that like you're the only one that's so weird, and we could all get trapped in our minds and think we're so different and we're so weird and no one can relate. And like, trust me, like I see a million people like you on Twitter. They're, you're not really that weird you know you're like a lot of people you're just stuck in a rut you know and you need to get out and you need to stop like sort of creating these ideas about yourself in your head like I said there's fat guys that are fours that fuck girls and have girlfriends because they don't feel like they they can't even though they look like that because there's other fours there's girls that are fours that you could meet Okay, but you have it in your head that you've put yourself down like a thousand times in this podcast. You know, you think you're too weird. You think you're gross. You think you're too fat. So, of course, you're not going to meet anybody because you feel terrible about yourself, right? So, you know, yeah. who do you need to be for yourself to meet chicks? You need to be skinnier. You need to have a job. You need to have some cash. And you need to maybe not be living with your mommy anymore. You're 31 years old. You need to get yeah, your well, shit together. To pay bills. I know you I need to get, but what was she doing before you started helping her pay bills? Um, she was working, I don't know, some job over there. I don't remember what. Why don't you get your mom to work in that massage place with your aunt when that is? is. Okay, so she'll get money there. Yeah. So then maybe you could like yeah. stop giving her money? Yeah, then I'm going to do something else. And, you know, once that all, all that shit gets started, then I'm most likely I'm going to do something else. So. Yeah. I can't work there. I'll probably get a job somewhere else, but you know, just helping her out for right now. Right. Listen, sometimes people do things that they don't want to do because it's the easy way, right? It's a lot it's very easy to go work for your aunt in something that she sort of just spoon feeds to you because that's easier than going in, you know, sort of working in a place where you don't know anybody and doing job interviews and applications and all that stuff. That's like the harder thing. But I don't know that the easiest solution is always the best thing. I don't think that you'll, I think you'll eventually get really bored of working at a massage place. So I think it, you know, instead of just taking the easy way out, why don't you start having some balls and like facing your fears and really putting yourself back out there in your life to really change it? Do you have health insurance? Yeah, I do. So do you ever see a therapist? Like, have you ever had any like psychological counseling and help? Do you need to do that because you're on disability? Like, do they require you to do something like that? So that you're like, yeah, I go weekless. Yeah. A what? I go weekless. A what? A week list? I, yeah, I go. I go weekly to a therapist. Oh, okay. And how is how does that work for you? Do you like your therapist? Yeah, she's awesome. I like her. She's awesome. Does she help you? Yeah, she has helped me a lot. How long have you been seeing her for? Uh, a couple of years. Right. See, this is why I never became a therapist because therapists can't really shove their opinions down people's throats, and they can't really like 
push them to do things because they're not really allowed. You have to like really wait for people to sort of come to the conclusions themselves and when they're really ready. I'm not a therapist. I give unprofessional advice and I love shoving my opinions down people's throats. Like if I was at your house right now, I'd fucking shake you. I'd kick you out of the house. I'd drive you around. I'd force you to go into places like fucking ShopRite and just get a job pushing carts. I'd, you know, tell your mother she's got to get a job so she has to pay for it. And I'd make you stop eating so you could lose weight and get you to the gym. Okay. These are the things though that you have to do for yourself. Because if not, you're just going to be like, you know, five years is going to go by. The older you get, the more quick time goes by, right? And you're just like, time is two years have gone by and you haven't fucked a real girl. Sex is actually a really great thing in life. And you're missing out on it at a very young age. And it's bad. It's one thing if you're like 70 years old and you can't get laid anymore. Like everybody kind of understands. But you're 31. You're kind of in your prime. Yeah, I know. I just, like I said, never had luck with women. I mean, no, you I got a girlfriend once. A you got a girlfriend once. You don't have luck with women because you do you try now to get women? No, not anymore. Because, right. You know, what, when did you try and but, how would you, you know, fail? Let me ask you this. When you would try, because you haven't been tried for two years, you've been off the map, right? Like, and you haven't been working for four years. You've been fat. So you haven't really been out there trying. So when you did try and you failed, like, what was the deal? Like, what was your rap and why did it not work? I had the same shit you see in fucking, you know, faggot fucking rom-coms, like, you know, <laughs> asking girls out, all that shit, you know. Wait, wait, no, but tell me specifically what you would ask girls out and they'd say no? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and I fucking, actually, I wish you would say no. They would come up with some cunty fucking excuse instead. Let me ask you this, though. When you were skinny, before you were a four, what were you before? Like, what was the best that you could be? Like a six, a seven, an eight, a five? Like, what are you when you're at your best? Like, best shape, working, have a job? Like, what what would you rate yourself? Uh, uh, maybe an eight. Okay. I had long hair. That's really skinny. You know. Okay, so when you're an eight, were you going after girls that were 10.5s or were you going after like eights or sevens? Because I think a lot of guys go out with girl, go after girls that are way out of their league. I see guys have such nerve trying to hit on girls that are so much better than them. And it's just like then they get sort of, you know let down or the you know rejected and they're surprised you know and just like i think that people should really fish in their own league and maybe people will be horrified that i say that but i think that that's the way that it should be like or were you fishing out of your league or were you going for girls that were like gettable for you uh maybe i was i'm not i mean i i don't know it's all subjective so I mean, if you look back in the time, I guess you would, if you saw them and saw me and all that, mm-hmm. I guess you would make your own opinion. I don't know. Right. But, but did you, you, know. you felt like they were within your league and it was what you were interested in or attracted to? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. were you high on drugs and wasted and acting really sloppy? No, I wasn't doing any drugs then. No. No? So you, would, so you got rejected I, a lot? Yeah. High school, everything. I just okay. Listen, a lot of people. I was hanging out. Yeah, I was hanging out with a girl that was had like mental problems, just so I had someone to talk to. So I've never had. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. No, listen. Okay, you had a girl in high school that had mental problems, but you supposedly have mental problems. So, like, maybe you guys had a lot in common. Okay. What about you? Have you ever been suicidal? No, never. 
Never? Okay. Yeah, I don't think you're as mental as you think you are. I think maybe you're a little lazy and maybe you don't know how to get to that part of you that like sort of has that the discipline that you need to stick, stick with things and stuff. And, you know, that sometimes when you're that kind of person, it makes things really difficult. You know, I have like intense discipline and that really helps. And I know that some people just don't have that in them and they have to like sort of try really hard to have discipline when things get tough to work through it. Um, but... You know, for you, when you met that girl, the girl that you dated, is that the girl from high school that had mental problems? The girl you dated for two no, years? No. Did you pick her up no, in a no. bar and she didn't reject you? No, I picked her up. I was at night school and I picked her up. Mm-hmm. And I ended up fucking her and I didn't met her. Right. And then you dated her for two years. Yeah. Listen, some guys that, you know, have never fucked a girl and that are virgins at whatever age they are would say that, you know, you don't have such bad luck. You had you meet a girl and you fuck her the first night. That's not bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then we ended up dating. Yeah, it was awesome. And so, you know, she should have never started drinking and doing drugs and all that. And then, you know, it probably would have worked out better. But her father was giving her drugs and just doing it. So. Right. Listen, so shit goes and, shit goes down and shit doesn't work out. And that's just life. OK, most people are not going to meet the first person they meet. They're not going to marry and spend the rest of their life with. I've had, you know, 80,000 boyfriends and had 80,000 endings. You know, that's just the way that it goes. Right. You get bored really easily. So I don't know how long you're going to be happy with one woman anyway. OK, so two years is a good run. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. You were in your yeah. 20s. Right. You had a girlfriend for two years. That's that's a success. I think that that's great. Great. And it ended and whatever. You're probably better off for it. But now you're in a massive rut and you need to um, have the balls to put yourself back out there and you have to stop putting yourself down and you have to stop like living in high school. I'm sorry, but high school is not the end all be all. There's so many people that no, were. I'm not no, but you talk I'm about it like as example. if you're bad. Yeah, but uh, there are tons of people that were bad in high school. I didn't get ass in high school and they changed things around when they're older okay like there's most of the people that were popular in high school turn out to be the biggest losers when they're older and a lot of the nerds in high school or what you know turn out to be the most successful and they get the most bitches because they have the most money so you can't go by high school you've been out of high school a long time who cares if you were a loser in high school that couldn't get girls you're a 31 year old man now do you know what I'm saying? And you need to like realize that and forget about who you were in high school. You need to lose your beer gut, right? And that's just a matter of like, you know, maybe changing your diet and figuring out how to eat better and maybe being more active and working out a little bit. Even if you don't want to work out every day, you know, work out more than you do. Anything that you do different at this point right now will make a difference in your life. Do you understand? Yeah. But, but just, I just miss- yeah. I just missed my ex-girlfriend since, you know, just Oh, get over your ex-girlfriend. How long has it been? Uh, 10 years. (laughs) 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 You don't get over a girl that swallows. Excuse me? You don't get over... Lots of girls swallow. I swallow. I've swallowed all my life. There's plenty of girls that swallow, okay? Seriously. That's... Maybe she's the only girl... Was she the only girl you fucked in your life? Like, honestly. How many girls have you slept with in your whole life? No, I've slept with a few girls, yeah. Okay, what is a few? A few, they say, is three. How many girls have you really slept with in your life? Can you count? Uh, Four. Four. Okay, and she was the only one that swallowed. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you as a woman who talks to a lot of people. I live in New York City. You know, a lot of people that have sex. I'm 46 years old. I've been around the block myself. There's a, like, you know, you've only been with four girls. One out of four girls 
swallows. That's probably like a good like statistic. That's probably what it is. Like probably every one in every four girls swallows. If you do four more girls, you'll find another girl who swallows. Like that's just a fucking fact. Okay. She's not the only girl that swallows. She's just your last girl. And that's, you know, you want to say, oh, you want to make a joke. Like she's the only girl that swallows. I can't forget about her, but it seems like you're holding on to the past and you need to let go of that. Because you just well, feel like you can't find funny, anybody else. What? My president is not too exciting. So, I, I, you know. No, I, I know. know. I, I get just, that. I could tell just by your Twitter feed that you just, like, sit home and you, like, live in this fantasy world of porn with all these hot girls that you're never going to get. And you're just, and that's, like, a waste of your life because you're really, you're still really young. And you could really turn everything around for yourself. But you have to make that choice. And it is hard. But you know, the payoff is great. Like you could have real blowjobs, real girls swallowing, a real girlfriend so you could finally forget about the girl from 10 years ago, okay? Like you need to get over that shit. Yeah. But you're only going to get over her when you get another girl. Really, what are your real issues? You don't really seem to have that big of any problems. You're just like your own worst enemy. What are your issues? I don't know. I just am now talking to a girl that's actually in the end. Yeah, you're talking to a girl that's in New York, and? Yeah, but it just seems very, like, it's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Well, how how did you meet her, and what's going on with her? Because maybe she's catfishing you. Let's figure it out. Who's the girl in New York that you're talking to? It's a girl that, you know, the guy who referred me to you, he fucking hates her. But, um... Whatever, you need some action, so whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, So how did you meet her? He's gonna kill me for mentioning her now, but um, it's okay. He'll uh, definitely listen uh, to this podcast. I uh, what we call it, I met her on Twitter. She was, you know, part of Anthony's whole world over there, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I met her on Twitter. So we talk and we text each other a lot, right? Know? And she's pretty much exactly like me. She's mm-hmm. literally my fucking clone. That's great. That's great. And but it, it, she's one of those. You ever text somebody and then when they text you back? It takes them like a fucking year and a half to text you back. It's like, oh, I saw a tweet very, from you that said you were looking for a girl who texts really quick, <laughs> texts back really quick. Yeah. She takes a long time yeah. to text you back. Yeah. She's very like, she, you'll be in a conversation with her and bang, she'll just stop. Yeah. It's so annoying. I, I agree. That shit is so, because that's kind of like, imagine where you're talking in real life and then you just like stop talking to somebody in the middle of a conversation. It's very bizarre and people do that. But did you ever say to her, hey, whatever her name is like why do you just disappear like where the fuck did you go like have you ever said something about yeah. it and what does she say yeah yeah we got uh we got into fights a couple times and i you know that's good i can't take this anymore and i block her and but it's the, it's the second i block her she calls me on another number and all that right so you have a love-hate relationship what is her what uh, is her reason that she what is the reason that she gives you for like disappearing sometimes I can't, I'm sorry, you cut out. What you say? What is the reason that she gives you for disappearing via text sometimes? Oh, I don't know. She's just acting weird. It's like, I don't know. No, and no, but you said you call her out on it. What does she say? When you say, why the fuck did you just disappear? What's going on? What does she say specifically to that? No, she actually, I don't know. I actually direct messaged her recently and told her that the reason I'm acting crazy is really nothing to do with her. It's just my own shit. 
But, you know, she said that whole thing. I don't know. No, there's nothing wrong with making. No, no, no. See, that's where you're wrong. I think that this is where you get into this weird headspace and you think you're so crazy and blah, blah, blah. A lot of people get irritated by people who don't text back, especially if they like them and they're involved with them. And this person's like inconsistent and like sometimes there and then they disappear like that shit's annoying to anybody. And that doesn't make you crazy if that really bothers you, just so you know. So you could just like say that to her and you don't have to turn it around on yourself and be like, oh, I'm crazy because then you're giving her nonsense power and you're making yourself look like powerless and you're really not. She's the one that's doing the bullshit and you don't really fucking like it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Seriously. It drives most people wow. crazy. Have you like Skyped with her? Do you know that you're really talking to her and that's what she looks like? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, um, you know, I, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I periscoped with her once. You what? Privately. I, I went on periscope. Uh huh. Yeah, and she did this privately thing where she, I, I periscoped with her, but I saw her. Like, you know, you can't see each other like a FaceTime, but I saw her and we talked to her in a periscope privately. So, yeah, it's her. So. Okay. And, and have you guys ever, like, sexted or anything like that? No, no, no. I can't. Because if you can imagine sexting with her, you know, I'd be halfway in, into it. And then I'd have to finish off, finish off and she'd fucking disappear. I can't do that. <laughs> right. She'd get you, like, hard and horny. And then she'd be, like, right when you're about to come, she'd just, like, check out. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. not good. Listen, you you can't give up on her, okay? You cannot give up on her just because she has... Listen, everyone has a problem and everyone has an issue and everyone has some sort of bullshit attached to them, right? But you have to think realistically, right? Right now while you're at home living with your mom and you have all this, you know, this baggage that you're dealing with and you can't get out and meet girls. A girl in, in New York that doesn't live in your state that also lives at home, that's sort of in a bad position too, who's interested in texting you most of the time is actually pretty okay for right now. Like she's a good, you know, girl for like now, you know, and I'm not saying that you should put up with the fact that she doesn't text you, but if that's the worst thing that she does and she's around most of the time, well, you might have to just deal with that because you might not be able to change that. She just might be a weirdo. You just, you know, that's okay because you're a weirdo in your mind too. Yeah, and I had a long conversation with her, and I swear, I'm not going to, and we both agreed that, you know, we're going to work on this shit. Like, I'm not going to fucking do that shit anymore, so. Do what uh, shit? She's actually, like, you know, block her out, all that, you know. Right, listen, you get sensitive, and your feelings get hurt when she stops texting you, so then you lash out and ax her out and, like, block her, and then whatever, and that's just the game that you guys play. And somebody has to just, like, just do something different. You know, so it's like either you have to just say, okay, this is what she does and I'm not going to take it personally and that's cool. Or you have to say, go fuck yourself. I'm not interested. Like, you know, and if she, you know, if that, but if I were you, I'd keep her around because she's all you got. How could you meet her in real life? I don't know. I, you know, my family went up to New York for some fucked up reunion mm-hmm. with, with the rest of my family. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I could have went too. Mm-hmm. I could have went too, but then I didn't because I don't really get along with them. But I could, maybe, I don't know if she would have, you know, agreed to meet me, but I could have at least tried. But, but I you did, didn't even bother, so far. that's like, forget it. So what about, does she ever talk about meeting you in person? Uh, no. But we don't talk long enough to fucking go there. Like, I'm not used to this. I'm used to, if I'm talking to somebody, I usually talk to them like I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, if you try to talk to her on the phone, I don't know how much time you, she would give you. I really don't. Have you ever talked you know, to her on the phone? Yeah, I have a couple times. 
And how long did your conversations last? The, last, the longest conversation we had was the first time I talked to her on the phone. How long was that? Um, maybe a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. A couple of months ago? Actually, no. Yeah. Was, yeah. Actually, I'm sorry. It was last. I'm so fucked up with time. It was sometime in July. Okay. So I don't know. Right. And when was the when was the last time you talked to her recently? Uh, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. You text every day. Yeah, we text. Yeah, I see most of the texting. So then that makes me because she doesn't text back right away. So then I feel like a fucking creep because I'm texting her. But you know, whenever she texts back, who cares? Lot lots of guys pursue chicks like that. You you know that's what a man does. It's fine if she's texting you back. Then it's fine if she's ignoring you and you keep texting her for a month. Then you're a stalker, okay? But if she you text yeah, her all the time and she texts back, that's totally cool. That's fine. There's nothing creepy about that. Some girls really like that. A lot of girls like to know that a guy's really into her because a lot of girls don't want to make those moves because they have their own insecurities. So maybe that works for her. Let me ask you this though: like, why don't you do something in your own? Like hometown too While you're working this girl Who lives so far away from you That neither one of you Is probably going to be able To afford a plane ticket To see each other Like why don't you start To try and work some girls In your own town You know via Tinder Or OkCupid Or Plenty of Fish Or any of that shit Like why don't you try to like Get out there a little bit I'm on I'm on, tw- I'm on Tinder But I just don't understand How it works like, Yeah I mean oh, Yeah I'm sorry I can't really help you with that Because I don't really know How it works either But people yeah. I think get action from that like you just have to like somebody and then you start talking to them and then especially like on the weekends I think like during drinking hours it's a really good time to go on there because everyone's kind of wasted right <laughs> and so you're gonna find girls that are on there that'll just like like where do if like you were gonna have sex where could you do it can you do it in your mom's house do you have a car uh, no I don't have a car but I, I gave my car to my brother because um, he's going to school and all that and his car broke down so I gave it to him so we could use it because I wasn't going anywhere. Okay, but if you were going to fuck a girl, where could you do it? Uh, I would try to get money for a hotel. I don't want to bring her here. It's weird. Right, so you'd have the money for a hotel? You would go to a hotel? Yeah, or go to the beach at night, you know. Right, okay. Do you go out? Do you have friends? (laughs) Do you have friends and you do go out on the weekends? No, I go to my friend's house, but he's married to that kid. But I go over there and his chick is mad cool. Mm-hmm. So I can, you know, talk openly with her. Like I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. and it's fucking mad cool, you know? Right, that's great. You, you know, need people I, like that to kind of help you out and give you a little push in the right direction. I miss my drinking buddies, but, you know, I don't drink anymore. I miss drinking, but I don't Yeah, it's hard because so. drinking definitely creates that social environment and helps you meet people. I know... You know, and so without that, it's going to be like way harder for you. But you should just try Tinder. Listen, who cares about being rejected on, you know, those kind of sites? Because it's not like you met you met the person and they don't like you. It's just like you're just, it's just your picture. So why don't you just try as much as you can on there? It's just like it averages. It's like I mean, not it's just like statistics. The more people you try to get, you're eventually gonna get one. You know, but if you don't try for anyone and the only girl you're like, you know, sort of rapping with is a girl who lives in New York, who's kind of distant, both physically and emotionally, you know, you're going to wind up staying in the same place that you are. This is the deal with you. This is what I think. I don't know that you really I think it's very obvious what you need to do. I think you know it. I think you're probably fucking smart. I think you're probably a little lazy. I think you're probably your worst, your own worst enemy. And I think that you just don't want to do the things that you would need to do 
to change your life, but you need to do those things. And nobody is going to do that for you. Do you understand? Like if you don't do anything different, you will be exactly this way in 10 years. Like life does not come knocking at your door and change itself. It'll only get worse, right? You'll just get fatter. You'll get more lonely. You'll get, you know, less sort of available, like less, um, uh, worthy of having a job because you'll be out of a job for so long. Like, so it's only going to get worse. You really need to make changes now. And even if you just do one thing and probably the biggest change for you would be if you got yourself in good shape, I think that that would help your self-esteem and you'd feel better about yourself. So maybe like, can you just, what do you eat? Do you eat like just whatever the fuck you want? I eat, I try to eat home and eat, you know, healthy I go out to restaurants a lot, or I'll eat a lot of chocolate. You know. Right, so you like sweets, and you eat a lot of bread. Like I'm serious, like bread and like rice and carb, carby stuff is like very fattening because it basically it turns to sugar in your body. Like I believe, like if you eat anything from the earth, you're fine. I believe in olive oil, fattening things that are fine, but as long as it's like sorted from the earth, I live pretty clean and I eat very healthy, um, and I'm in very good shape for my age. Um, I work out though too, hardcore. But I think that um, if you probably just cut out half of the breads in your life, like say you eat a burger, don't eat the whole bun. If you have French fries, just get broccoli. You could eat shit and oil, like I said, and all that stuff. But if you cut out a little bit of that stuff, you'll start to lose weight, I'm sure. Do you drink like stupid things? I think so many people get a lot of calories out of the stuff that they drink. And that's such a fucking waste, you know? And people think, oh, they're drinking orange juice. And it's just like, you might as well be eating a brownie. There's so many sugar in so many of the things. And also diet stuff is not good. What do you drink? Uh, water. Okay, so you, do, so you don't get, yeah. like, wasted calories and stuff that you drink. That's the best thing to drink, water. No, 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 no. I drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. That's good. So yeah. then it's the food that you're eating. It's basically the food that you're eating. You're eating not right. And you have to change that up. And if you just change it up a little bit, you'll probably start to lose weight. There's some people out there that eat really – these are the people I feel the worst for. And I've known some people like this. They eat super healthy. They watch everything that they eat, and they can't lose weight. Those people are the people that are fucked. But most people, that's not their problem. Most people that are out of shape are out of shape because they don't take care of themselves properly. They eat whatever they want. You know how many times I say no to pizza and french fries and shit that I want to eat and that's why I look good. People be like, oh, you look good for genetics. No, I look good because it's important to me because I like to be healthy. It feels good to be healthy. Um, But if you want to look good and you want to be in good shape as you get older, you can't eat like a 14-year-old, you know? You have to change your diet because your metabolism starts to slow down. So you can't, you have to change the way you eat. Even just a little bit. It'll make a difference. Maybe you don't need to be as emaciated as you were when you were 25. But if you lose, how much overweight are you about? Uh, 200 something pounds. But how um, tall are you? Five nine. How much are you supposed to weigh? <laughs> I don't even know. Like how well at five nine? What's I your ideal five. weight? What was your weight when you were skinny? Okay, so you need to lose 50 know, pounds. When... Yeah. Okay, so even if you lost yeah. 25, that'd be a difference, right? Don't shoot for the whole 50. Yeah. Lo- shoot for 20 pounds. And I'm going to tell you for real, like if you start stop eating what you're eating and you start eating sort of clean and stop sh- eating sugar, you'll lose 20 pounds quickly. But you have to stay eating that way, you know? Yeah, I just call it a little crazy. And me and um, I have Hamilton break me. It's one of his Twitter again. Um, he told me that, um, you know, I... Try and make it so you can limit yourself 
but you only have a couple every once in a while because if you go without anything at all ever, you go crazy. And right. I've been thinking about that, you know. So I trust me, I calm down. I used to drink ten bottles of Coke a day, you know. So I don't drink any of that shit anymore. That's great. Of water. And That's I calm great. Down. That's great. McDonald's. All that. That's great. But, and don't you feel better? I mean, I don't know. I don't even get full from that stuff. I can remember the last time I ate McDonald's. I think it was like 16 years ago. Um, and uh, yeah. I could eat like three Big Macs and, because that kind of stuff never gets you full because it's garbage, you know. Um, I get full from like real things. But I like steak and I like vegetables and I like salad and I like olive oil and I like popcorn. I eat snack and a lot of popcorn. And I just like like that kind of stuff. And I like to eat plain. Like I like healthy stuff but clean stuff. I also live in New York City and it's really easy to eat healthy here because we have like amazing food. I think it's really hard when you're in a place or an area where, you know, all they offer is fast food and like restaurants with like shitty food, you know, like when I go to New Jersey to visit my parents, I'm at a loss of where to eat as well. Be- and I can't eat anything because all the food is like gross and bad for you. And I don't like to eat that way. Really where I go when I go to New Jersey is I go to Whole Foods <laughs> and I eat there. <coughs> Because it's the only place yeah. where I could get good food, you know? So it's, sometimes it's hard to find good, healthy food where you live. Because it doesn't... Like, I eat really healthy, but I love food. I'm a foodie. It's not like I torture myself and I'm eating, like, you know, I don't know, like, shit with no flavor. I eat really yummy things. Like, to me, a healthy meal is a steak and, like, sautéed broccoli with garlic. And, like, you could have a salad oh, with dressing. Like, good. that's good food for you. That's okay. Like, you could eat as much of that kind of steak. stuff as you want. Yeah. So you just have to find, like, the right places. So I think, though, um, sugar is a big thing. Sugar, like, feeds off of sugar. And that's, like, a hard yeah. thing. That's a hard habit to, to kick. But if you could kick that, because it takes, like, a while to, like, get off of the addiction of sugar. So you have to, like, torture yourself of, like, wanting it and not having it. But if you could kill that addiction in yourself, with which most people have, you probably lose a lot of weight. And what's great about not being addicted to sugar is when you're addicted to it, it's like you feel like you have no control over yourself. I hate that feeling. Like, when you eat healthy, you feel, like, in control of yourself. Like, you don't have to have something. You eat when you're hungry. And that's, like, a great way to feel. When I eat unhealthy, if I go a couple days of eating unhealthy or I eat a lot of sugar because I get in that mood sometimes, then it takes me like, then I feel terrible because I'm never satisfied. I have to eat so much. I can't walk by a, a bag of cookies with not feeling like I have to have it. And I hate the way that feels. So, you, you know, if you could get a grip on that sugar thing with yourself, that would help too. But these are a lot of, you have a lot of work to do. You're not working, so you yeah, have the time. Yeah, I do. I have a lot of work. I got. I got a lot of shit. I got to do. Do you want to be a loser your whole life? Hell no. No, it scares the shit out of me sometimes. But sometimes I feel like taking the easy way out because I just don't feel like one. Want to deal with the aggravation. You know? Right. That's your problem. That's your biggest problem. But like that, those are, that's your choice. Either deal with the aggravation and don't be a loser or be a loser. Because that's the difference between losers and winners in life. For real. Right now, you're going down the loser path. You're a loser. And that should scare yeah, the that should scare the shit out of you. The fact that it scares the shit out of you is actually a good thing. That means you have some ego left in yourself. You know, you don't want to get to the point where you actually don't even care about being a loser and you just stay a loser your whole life. Then you're really helpless. Right now, it scares you to be a loser, and you should you know use that fear of being a loser to get yourself out of it because you kind of are a loser right now. 
Sorry to say, but it's the truth. You know that. And it's not like you need to be. It's your choice. That's why I don't feel bad saying it. You're not like a handicapped man who has no legs, who can't get a girl. Like I feel, I I would feel sorry for that person. You're like fully capable of getting out there and meeting a chick if you wanted to. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just based on fucking shit that I felt with, you know, with women. It's just. I know. Get over it. Okay. That's a part of being like getting rejected is just a part of it. Okay. That's just the way that it goes. You know, instead of thinking about all the rejection, think about the girls that you did get. You fucked four girls in your life. You had a relationship for two years. Think about that. That's success. That was success in your life with girls. Think about how you got those people and think that it's possible to do it again. You got to stop being like a, a baby. You're like afraid. You're like literally you're afraid. And what you're supposed to do in life when you have a fear is you're supposed to face it and get over it. That's what, you know, fucking people that are fierce do. And that's what you have to do. You have to stop being, you know, sort of a victim to your own nonsense. Yeah, I know. I I, I just live my life. I watch, like I put on movies and that's it. That's my life. And I just disappearance and I'm, and I yeah right shit. of course I could tell that like I said I could tell that in your Twitter feed you live in like a fantasy land in your head you're not living your life out in reality and let me tell you you could do that your whole life and that's that's the only person that's going to suffer over that is you yeah you know life's too short you are going to die like literally you are going to die and it's all going to be over right now you're not dead you're alive and there's shit you could do you could be having a girl swallow your jizz right now if you wanted to if you get out of the fucking house okay and start doing something different that's what you have to do we need to do some shit for yourself and then check back in with me when you've made some changes or had some balls or gone out there and tried to pick up chicks or do some and then you know if you've made any kind of changes in your life when you do like if you diet and you lose 20 pounds or you put yourself on tinder and you go out on a couple dates or something like when you do something different you call me back and we'll have you back on the show but as long as you continue to do the same thing i don't want to hear from you until you do something different okay okay so and, get your shit okay, together i know i hear what you're saying so i'll get you know do something it's for you I don't really care. Like, you're, I have my own life. I've, like, you know, you have, this is your life. It's all you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I just gotta figure my shit out. I don't know what the fuck to do right now. But I'll figure it out. <laughs> well, you'll listen back to this podcast and maybe you'll get some ideas. I think it's pretty all obvious right. what, what you have you- to do. There's some things that you have to do. It just the problem is you don't really like to do those things. Like you say, you like to take the easy way out. You have to, uh, yeah. you have to just do some hard work, and things will change for you. And that's your choice. But I wish you luck. Yeah. Thank you. Um, when are you gonna post this? I post uh, my new. <laughs> I don't really know yet. I have a lot of podcasts to tape this week. I post new episodes every Sunday. Uh, subscribe to my podcast. It's strictly anonymous. It's on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, and I will. I absolutely will send you a link. For when it's going up. It'll be this Sunday or next Sunday or the next Sunday. I, I'm taping a lot this week, so I don't know which one I'm going to wind up airing. I have to edit them all out and everything. Um, but for sure, it'll be within the next couple of weeks, if not this Sunday. I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted. Okay, I'll, you. For sure, I will send you an email when it when it's going to be aired. You know, when it's going to air. I think you need okay, to leave. I need you. to. I think you need to listen to it over and over again until something sort of like, you know, <laughs> until the light bulb goes off in your head. 
yeah, usually that's how it works with me. Yeah. I don't know where. I'll just decide. Yeah, that's how it works with everybody. All of a sudden, one day, you're just like, it just clicks. You know what I mean? You just need for it to click so you get the the motivation and the desire and the energy to sort of do things different and make the changes that you need to do. So I think it'll be really helpful for you to re-listen to this podcast, maybe. Okay? And I'll keep you posted. I'll let you know when it goes up. Okay. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling in, and good luck. You too. Okay, bye. Bye. Do you have a story? lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show well strictly anonymous wants to hear from you send us an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name and remember everything is strictly anonymous strictly anonymous